Yo, 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 this is Romeo Marquez Jr. And thanks for tuning in to episode number one of Superstar Success University. I'm super duper excited to have a conversation with my good friend and superstar, Mr. Terrence Harden. You ready for this, Terrence? Yes, I am. Born ready. <laughs> of course you are. So a prominent artist in the music industry and former main member of Christopher B.I.G. Wallace's recording group, Junior Mafia, Terrence Harden earned his way to stardom first as a performer, then as a real estate superstar. He is a top producer in the real estate industry. He's been in the multi-million dollar club for the past few years, been featured on the cover of New York Times, and has helped many A-list entertainment industry professionals and top sports figures to find a place to live. Welcome, Mr. Terrence Harden. Thank you. Thank you, my man, Romeo. Thanks for making me one of the, actually the first person <laughs> to interview for the Superstar Success Series, man. So that was just a brief synopsis of who you are. Uh, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Right now, as you said, yeah, I'm in the real estate industry. I originally was in the entertainment industry. You know, I rapped. I went by Kleptomaniac or Klep with Junior Mafia. That was in the early 90s. We had a lot of big, big records with Biggie. So after a while, I, I just felt like I wanted to move on from the industry and try my hand in something different. And I felt I felt like real estate was something I, I'd have some interest in. And I got into it and I just ran with it. And so I, I really believe in the power of personal story. So tell us a little bit more about where you're from and what it was like for you growing up. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I was born in Brooklyn. I was born in the Clinton Hill area, which is pretty close to Bed-Stuy, actually close to where where Biggie lived. We actually didn't know each other back then, but we lived about three blocks away from each other. So when I got into fourth grade, my parents moved to Flatbush. So I grew up in Flatbush. It was, this was year, many, many years ago. Not to date myself, but like said, many years ago. <laughs> and... um. It was a real, real rough neighborhood. My parents, they, they origin, originated from the West Indies. My parents are Guyanese. I'm the only American in my family. So um, we had we had it pretty, pretty rough growing up. Uh, my parents, they worked. They worked a lot. I think that's what instilled a, a real strong work ethic in me, mm-hmm. like seeing my parents working long hours, my mother working, uh, my father working long hours, and I think that just rubbed off on me and then mm-hmm. like I said I, I wasn't spoon fed anything my parents they they kind of made me kind of fend for myself like working working at a young age like kind of being the, somewhat of an entrepreneur at a young age so like I said I think all of that built me up mm-hmm. to be who I am now and I always had dreams of being in the music industry so I used to rap and do mm-hmm. demos Back back in the early early nineties, <laughs> late it was late <laughs> late eighties, early nineties. So yeah, I'm dating myself, but so this is around the times when when hip hop was getting really big with Eric B and Rock King and Big Daddy Kane, and so I was a real little kid just <laughs> rapping, trying to <laughs> having dreams to become a rapper. My parents they weren't that excited about that because you know when when rap music first came out, everybody was just, the parents are old fashioned like, well, we don't want you into that that, that, that hardcore music or whatever it was. <laughs> right. So um. Yeah, so I, I didn't follow it as much as I should have back then, 
But then uh, I picked it back up later on and then stuck with it. And then, like I said, it was in one of the top rap groups that had a big historical mark on the music industry, which is good. Yeah, so how did you and Biggie and the whole Junior Mafia clique, you know, all come together to be, you know, one of the defining uh, groups in the industry? Yeah, like I said, when I when I started back rapping, and this was at, actually, yeah, because so I, 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 I did like off and on, like I had stints where I was like, okay, I want to really try, I'm going to do all the demo things, and then I'll stop and get caught up in doing something else like work-wise or whatever. And then I get back into it and say, you know what, let me try it again. So that that's a good lesson. Like, like even if you stop, you, you may convince yourself to just keep pushing forward. And then it just happened in the early 90s. I went to the Grammys after party, and I was determined to get put on in the music industry. I even told my friends when we get there, when we get to the party, I said, tonight I'm going to meet the person who's going to start my music career. <laughs> and they looked at me and laughed. And I'm like, nah, yeah, right, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So, But at the end of the night, I was sitting with, with Big Smalls in my car, getting ready to go <laughs> grab breakfast and going into Brooklyn. So they, they were like, wow, he really, he really did what he said he was going to do. Right. And I think that's pretty much my mentality too. Like I feel like anything that I put my mind to, that I I feel like I can do it. So and I think that that's with anybody mm-hmm. wants to put their mind to something. That's amazing. And so I'm all about positive quotes. In fact, I just wrote a book called The Success Messages, as you know, and it's you know. It's, and you know, I got a copy. Uh, of course you did. Of course you yeah. did. <laughs> if not, I was gonna say you better go get one on Amazon. <laughs> And so, you know, it's really doses of inspiration to recharge your, you know, purpose, passion, and potential. And so with that whole success message in, in mind, positive quotes in mind, what's a positive quote that you'd like to live by or that you like reviewing on a daily basis? I mean, the, the, one, of the, one of the ones that I guess I, I, I really got it from my mother is really more spiritual. Mm. And I, I say this. This a lot, and I've been saying this for years. But like I said, there's a couple of others. But my mother always tells me, like, God is in charge and all is well. And it's always stuck in my head because my mother, she she's really religious. So she would always say, yeah, God is in charge and all is well. What do you do to uh, strengthen that spiritual side of you? Because, you know, I know that we're always in business and just working and hustling. In fact, you know, one of Terrence's sayings is, go harder. In fact, go ahead and talk a little bit about what go harder means, and then I'll get into the spiritual side real quick. When I first started in real estate, I it was like I started in a company. It was it was a it was a big firm, but it was a, it was a smaller firm, a boutique firm in Soho, and it had about four hundred agents. So we would send out emails like when we get applications or we do a deal and it'll go it was like real competitive it was almost like a boiler room <laughs> kind of right. kind of situation <laughs> so we'll send out emails to each other I'm like oh yeah just got an application or go hard go hard so I just start, kept saying go hard so everybody kept saying and, and people know in the industry like the people did songs go hard this and that so so when the new year came on, I said, forget go hard. I really need to go harder. So I'm like, okay, so I'm pretty much just telling you push yourself to go harder. Like don't kind of like a don't settle. Like push yourself beyond where you think you can, you can be. Like stretch your, stretch your comfort zone. 
Yeah. So that that that's pretty much the gist of of, of go harder. Like so, I, so anything I do, I, I try to keep that in mind. Like you see it wrong, you know, Like I may put the hashtag. Like I may just say something great that just happened, but I'm like, but I still got to go harder. Right. Like, not settling. Yeah, like, not settling. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So that that's the whole gist of go harder. Like even with athletes, they may make their best time, but they're not gonna say, Oh my God, this is the best time. Oh my career is over. Yeah, it's great. I I I made it to the end. Nah, they're gonna still right. wanna push themselves to go harder. Like, okay, how do you beat that? How do you do better than that? I love that because, you know, that's like just being your own self-coach because we all know that we need to go harder or push harder or not settle. But it's like little mantras like that that's going to allow us to just keep pushing forward no matter what obstacle or challenge shows up. So I really appreciate that. And so back to the spiritual side, like what do you do? I'm all about like exercising the mind, body and spirit. What do you do to exercise the spirit? And then we'll get into the mind and body right after this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like I said, my my mother. And father, they're, they're they're real, they're real religious. So I grew up in a religious household. So I try I try to pray every day. Like I'm I may miss a day, but rarely. <laughs> but I, I like like I pray every day, and I pray I pray um multiple times mm-hmm. a day. Even even if like sometimes before I leave my house, I say a prayer. And how about your mind? What do you do to exercise your mind? Well, I, I try to I try to read a lot. I, I definitely read a lot of materials, which which really came, which re- really I was enlightened to that probably about, let's see, probably about ten, twelve years ago. Like reading, reading stuff like even even Jack Canfield books, like even books like your book, and also too like Tony Robbins right. had a bunch of good stuff, and and then that that opened my eyes to meditation. Mm-hmm. So I actually started meditating because you know, like where where I come from, like you do, do you, people are not thinking about. Oh yeah, I meditate. Like what? You in the streets? You're like, you're like meditate. Like what do you mean meditate? So, but but from reading and learning, like I read Deepak Chopra's books. Like uh-huh. so, reading and learning, it really helped me gain balance. Mm. Like gain balance and, and keep keep calm and, and centered. It centers me like we spoke about this. Like if you like, it got to the point where if I don't meditate for a stretch, a couple of weeks or something, I feel like everything is out of whack. Right. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not able to. It helps you keep your mind centered. I forgot if it was Deepak Chopra. What book they talked about how meditation is like? If your mind is like an ocean. So, you know, like there's just waves and currents and not like her waves and big waves crashing down. Like there's so much going on in your mind that you could drop the Empire State Building into that ocean and you won't even notice because (laughs) the ocean is so wild. But they're saying that, yeah, they said your mind, when you meditate, it it becomes tranquil so that you you don't see those those big waves and all all of that commotion in the water. So so it, it definitely... Definitely keeps me in, in the right frame of mind. To the end, and also to the profession I'm in, real estate, like it's a lot of ups and downs. Like right. some agents, like it's a real stressful industry. People see everything on TV and they're like, oh my God, yeah, it's all about money now. Nah, it's a lot that goes into making these, these power deals happen, brokering these power, powerful deals and making them happen. And sometimes things fall apart. So you got to have the right mindset to know how to keep going and, and get past it and also how to pull, pull stuff together without freaking out. So it keep, definitely keeps you 
Now, I, I really like how you create that balance in your life because we, ha although we have that saying of like not settling for less and go harder and push harder, we also have to, you know, recharge and reset so that we can push harder. And there's that, I forgot who says this, but it goes to the effect of when you pray, you're talking to God. And when you meditate, God is talking to you. You know, right, exactly. I saw, I saw that too. Yeah, definitely. And, and like I said, I really, I really learned, learned that more recently. Right. Probably like, like five, five or so years. But when I started getting into it, I was like, wow, this is great stuff. And then, then I think we might have had the discussion. Then it, it took it. I took it to the ne the next level. Once you incorporate the the whole gratitude aspect into it, because that really takes meditation to the next level. At least for me. Right. Because cause that makes you focus on – because sometimes people go through the day and think about all of the negative things that might have happened, and you don't even think about it. Think about the positive things. So when you go through the gratitude aspects, it reinforces in your mind good things are actually happening in your life now. Yeah. Because so I'll run off a list of probably like 20, 20, 30 things that I'm grateful for. For the next for the next day, like tomorrow, I'm, say, oh, yeah, I'm grateful. Romeo, let me be the first person on this, <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, look, like little, like I, I do a little big mid range, like everything, yeah. like like you could think every, of every everything. Yeah, comes. every every little thing. And there, there's this other quote again. I forget who who is by. I should write these people down. But there there's a saying that says, "What you appreciate appreciates." Kind of like real estate. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. That, I, might, I might use that one in the sales. In the sales. And, and going back to, you know, exercising the mind, what is, I know you said you, you read books. I know that you listen to audio books. What is one of your favorites? I got to say one of my favorites was Jack Canfield, and that's how, how me and you met. Yeah. Because, which which book are you talking about? Um, success principles. Yeah, the success. That, the success principles by Jack Canfield. In fact, that's how Terrence and I met, and it was at Jack Canfield's training back in 2010. 2010, yeah. Breakthrough to Success. Right, exactly. So, um, that book made me want to go to that retreat because that was actually one of my first retreats to go out to that I went out to. So, so that that was great. That was a great book, and I, I like I like um, I'm a big fan of Brian Tracy. Like mm -hmm. I like Eat That Frog. Yeah. Like he he's pretty good. Then um John Asmarath has a good book that that having it on. It's, it's so many yeah, books. So many. Like I like I could yeah. keep going. Like yeah. all of them all of them are great. And and you know me, like I said, I do the audio book thing. I listen to them all over and over. Each one I must have listened to at least like four or five times. This is a reminder for everybody. So, you know, if you don't have the time or or if you don't like, you know, have the desire to sit down in one place and read I love doing that. There might be other people that don't have the desire to do that. And so doing listening to audio books, just like how you're listening to this podcast, is the, it creates that same effect. Yeah, definitely. And then you can take care of other stuff. You can drive. You could be in the gym. You could be working. You could be doing something in your house. You could be like <laughs> doing whatever and listen to it. That's what, I, that's what I like about it. As far as exercising the body, what do you do to take care of yourself physically? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm actually right now after this, I'm, I'm heading to the to the gym. So I'm in the gym frequently, but I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I, I drift off. But now for for this year, for 2014, I said, you know what? I gotta make sure that I balance everything out. So I try to schedule 
schedule everything and I get to work out at least at least three times a week, sometimes even five times. So, so definitely, definitely exercising is good. It's good to get the right amount of oxygen to your brain. And also, too, if I don't exercise, I do a lot of breath walks, mm-hmm. which I got from Tony Robbins. Tell us, real briefly, tell us a little bit about those breath walks. Yeah, it's just breathing in, breathing in four times through your, through your nose and out through your mouth four times and just saying an incantation. Like I said, it's, it's all about sending the correct oxygen uh-huh. to your brain. Yeah, while, while also um, pretty much bombarding your subconscious mind right. with, with the right thoughts and visualizing. Yeah, like a lot of the times I catch myself doing this, just taking like small, short, deep or small, short breaths. Like I, I forget to take deep breaths. So everybody that's listening right now, go ahead and take a deep breath. Right. Let it out. Some of you guys did it. Some of you guys didn't do it, but it's okay. Somewhere along the day, go ahead and take, give yourself <laughs> that gift to take deep breaths because, again, that helps us, you know, bring oxygen to the brain and it allows us to stay grounded and focused. Right. To the things that right. we're gonna do. Uh, so, moving on, who inspires you? I'm a big fan of of Tony Robbins, like what what he did, like like like, and also to aside from him, like even I told you, like what what you're doing is an inspiration, just from knowing you and what you've been through and what this that's like, hey, I want to do this, I want to get my book out, and you got your book out, like so. I mean, it's so many people. That in, anybody who's doing what they want to do and taking those steps is an inspiration. Like for instance, one of my my good friends, we were in the same company today. He he was he got back into real estate, so he just listed his his one of his properties for over eight million dollars. And I saw that this morning, so I, that was inspiring. So I sent him, hey, congrats! I see you on the top of the heap. And he's like, oh, thanks, thanks for the shout out. Like so, anybody who's doing what they have to do is is an inspiration to me. And then me, I like I like su- successful people, and I try to study mm-hmm. um, success. So I, I like people like like Steve Jobs. I'm a big fan of people like Warren uh, Warren Buffett. Also, good somebody else that pops into mind, Elon Musk, uh-huh. with Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah. Like I like the way they did doing stuff. That they're, they're reinventing things, reinventing the world exactly right. as we know it. So yeah, so like it's, it's a lot of it's a wide range of people. In situations that inspire me, my, my son inspires me. I have a six-year-old. Like he inspires. That's me. awesome. Who's a an influential person in your life? I had a good friend of mine that I that I grew up with. Cause I, he he influential because he was from the hood, but he ch- changed his life, and now he's just a, a big property owner. And now he's getting into developments, and he's like owns like about twelve. 12 multi-family homes in great areas in New York. So, so yeah, that, that, that's an inspiration. Like I said, I, just to, to know people and see people who are, are making big strides in their life. And I also have a friend that he, this, this is the flip side of it. Like he, just, he was released from prison maybe about 10 years ago. He was, he, he was in jail for about eight years mm-hmm. and he just came out turned his life around, got his masters. He's been working with with Con Edison. He's like big in there, has a big position. He's making six figures every year. He's like in college. He's like taking business, wow. getting about to get his masters <laughs> and just like a completely, completely different person. 
So I was like, like so, so things like that. And, and honestly, that's that's an inspiration because I, I know where he came from mm-hmm. and what he's been through. So it kind of shows you that no matter what you've been through in life, don't don't let it put you down and you feel like you're pigeonholed and you can't do anything. So so. Think, yeah, he, 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 I think I'm more proud of him, but I guess that's, that's inspirational too, but right. I'm really proud of what he does because when, whenever it's funny, whenever people say they can't do something because of their, their situation, he's one of the first people that come to my mind. I'm like, this guy spent almost a decade yeah. in prison wow. and then came out and turned his life completely around. And the story that I remember, which is, which is pretty interesting about him too. He said when he came out of out of jail, and this was in uh, what was it, nineteen maybe nineteen ninety nine ish or something. Uh-huh. He said um, he was working as soon as he came out of jail and making like a hundred and sixty dollars a week, uh-huh. and he just kept doing that. And uh-huh. this is a grown guy, like, yeah. like he's making a hundred and sixty dollars a week, so. Uh-huh. Even now we know that that's extremely hard to live by. It was extremely hard to live by that back then. And now you're making well into six figures and and your life is, is together. Yeah, I love those yeah. stories where they're just, you know, yeah. they could feel at their, like they're at their lowest. And then just some way, somehow, they just pick themselves up through faith, going harder yeah. and surrounding yeah. themselves with good people, you know, like yourself. Yeah. What are some lessons you've learned in the entertainment industry while you're in it that you apply to your life right now? That you gotta, you gotta try to put yourself to be and be able to have control of your, your destiny. Cause you actually do control your destiny. So try, try your hardest to put yourself in a situation like that. Of course, there's going to be some instances where somebody else, there may be other things that, that play a factor into that, but, Try to put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where you're in control of your own destiny, and and not give other people more control than they should have. And what's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I would say is always eat from Brian Tracy. Always eat frogs. <laughs> Take your hardest task, and then once you do that, like the biggest thing on your list uh-huh. that you're putting off. Do that first. Give like, us an example. Biggest, Give us a personal example of that, on how that like, works out for you. It's like if you, like, I had to organize some stuff for a uh, um, company that I'm working working on. So we needed to get a lot, of, a lot of marketing things organized. And it's real tedious. Like, you may have a tedious task, and you continuously push it to the side, push it to the side. <laughs> but we took care of it. Yeah, we took care of it. And it takes like a load off and it, it makes everything else easier for you to flow into and take care of. Like, like just pretty much that thing that you're, you're really putting to the side, do that first. Dedicate the time <laughs> to that and then you just going to feel so much better right. and just go on. What Jack Canfield says, he says, what you resist persists because that thing that we know we need to do will just always be there and it's going to continue to bug us until we take care of it so why don't just just knock it out you know first thing and not worry about it you know later on yeah and i'm still working on perfecting that with everything but i do it with a lot yeah yeah i do it with a lot like i'm not sitting here acting like oh i'm mr mr got it right (laughs) excelsior or everything but 
But nah, um, but but we do, that's what it is. Like it's all it's all a process too. That's another thing. Like, and we're not sitting here and saying everybody has to be perfect overnight. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an I, I want to say it's almost a never ending process, right? Because you're always going to grow. You're always going to have something else. You're always going to want to keep getting to that next level and, and increasing. So, mm-hmm. and, so and there's always going to be stuff to do. The more bigger things you do, you're going to have more tasks to take care of. So you just got to hit, hit things head on. Like, don't, like, I, I've been working on just making sure, like, whatever I got to do, I like to do it now. That's something that I've been saying to myself a lot. Do it now. Do it now. That's why like, I tell like, people yeah, it's yeah, time. Do it it's now. time. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, do it now. Yeah. Like, and I said, once you do it now, like, it's crazy because it, it got to the point, and this has been for years, like, I try to do that with everything. Like, I may see something, you know, you're in your house. You may see something that fell on the floor, and I'm like, I'm going to walk away and leave it. I, it's so – I look on the floor like, nah, I might as well pick it up now. And then I I go and pick it up just because it's like, do it now. Just do it now. So I try, like I said, I think about it with all these different things from the smallest aspect to the highest aspect. Yeah, so. Yeah, so for for all you listeners that, you know, are putting things to the side, one of the parting thoughts we want to give you is to do it now. It's time. And uh, uh, a message that I have in the book, uh, the acronym I use for now is when you do it now, you have new opportunities waiting. N-O-W, new exactly. opportunities exactly. waiting. Exactly. And exactly. so we're going to wrap this up. What's Terrence Harding's ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to... See, my, yeah, because where I'm from, I feel like a lot of people feel like they, they don't have that many options. So I want to put myself on such a high pedestal so where they see where I've, uh, what I've achieved, and then I can come back and show them how they can also achieve certain things. So yeah. I want to show them that, that, that this is another thing that I've been right. saying. Now, now everything popping, is popping into my head. Uh, now I, I also say a lot to myself that everything is possible. Yes. So that's what I want to show people that everything yes. is possible. Yes. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So um. So in other words, it's just being continuing to be a teacher and role modeling what you're doing. Right. And, and then I teaching. want people and people. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like people, they, they to hear it is good, but if they see somebody who's who's actually done it. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, my God, wow. Yeah, and that, that's how I made it to the cover of the New York Times. They said, oh, wow, he came from the hip-hop industry. He was gangster rapper. Now he's a successful businessman. Like, how'd he do it? He made this transition. So some, some people, they need to see what can actually happen and not feel like you have to be subjected to, to a different type of environment or lifestyle. You know, it, it reminds me of, of this saying that says there are two types of people. There are those that say... I'm about to do it. And then there's the other side where people say, I already did it. <laughs> exactly. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Any yeah. last pardon thoughts of inspiration, hope, advice from Mr. Terrence Harden? I, just, I think I just reminded myself of it. Just everybody remember that everything is possible. Once you put your mind to it, just stick to it and just know you're going to have the reservations that are going to come up and try to steer you out of it. Or you can't do it, it's too much time, or you don't have enough money, or it's too much work. Once you get through those, break through those barriers, it's smooth sailing after that. I just like, it got to the point now where I just block it out. Like, because I, I get them to, like, oh, all these nervous little thoughts, and you just like, 
now. Just keep going. Yeah. Cause, I mean, give yourself a way to turn back. Burn, burn your ships like, like Napoleon Hill said. Say that one more time. What was that? Burn your ships. I think it was, was that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Napoleon Hill. Yeah, burn your ships. And just keep riding, keep riding, and, you know, things happen in waves, and things happen in seasons, so there are times where it gets hard, there are times where where it's flowing, but just, you know, stay in the game, go harder, and and just continue to have that faith. Where where can people find you, reach out to you? Yeah, I'm I'm on Facebook. They'll find me under Terrence Harden Mm -hmm. on Facebook, T-R-R-E-N-C-E-H-A-R-D-I-N-G. Yeah, that's the best place to find me. Just reach awesome. out to me and say, hey, I heard you on Romeo's show. And so you take it from there. Coolio. Well, I appreciate you, Terrence. You know, you're my boy. You're my partner in crime. And, I, I, again, going to exactly. that Jack Canfield training was for me to receive a lot of lessons, but also to connect with amazing family like yourself. So thank you so exactly. much for being my first guest. Awesome, <laughs> Anytime. Thank you, my <laughs> man. University. This is historical right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm excited history. right now. This is history. Yeah, this is history right here. I'm about this to go eat my, eat my frog right now. I, I just need to get stuff <laughs> done. We're going to look back at this 10, 20 years from now like, oh, Remember that? People are going to be talking about it. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, bro. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. And everybody else, it's time to make things happen. Exactly. Take care. Well, thank you so much for spending some of your valuable time with us on this very first episode of Superstar Success University. And just in case you missed it, the books that Terrence mentioned are The Success Principles by Jack Canfield and Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. To join our VIP list for free tips to elevate your greatness and to stay updated for future episodes, you can sign up at www.romeomarquezjr.com. All right, y'all, this is Romeo signing off saying keep believing, keep loving, and continue to trust in the process because great things are in store. Peace.